The following audio theater is rated ADG for general audiences. Hi, I'm Bjorn Munson, the Artistic Director of Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, or JAT as we like to call it. We're very excited to be coming to you over the airwaves on WERALP Arlington. For those of you who have been listening to us via our podcast, I understand you may have been somewhat befuddled by the uh, sort of time warp that seems to have occurred. So I'm here now to let you know... Uh, uh, hold on. Okay, so now through the magic of editing, I am here with William R. Coughlin, the Associate Artistic Director of Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. And hello. So, Bill, I was just about to tell the listeners what we have in store for them this year for Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Good. No more giant death robots. Yeah, we, we actually edited that part out. We did? Yes. I see. Well, uh, good. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Uh, For our remaining time today, we wanted to explain to you what Jabberwocky Audio Theater was and what we plan to do for this year for our new home at WERALP. So, Bjorn, why don't you start with the origin of Jabberwocky Audio Theater? Uh, Yes. So, uh, basically, uh, I grew up listening to old-time radio, uh, as many of you in the area may have done on the big broadcast on WAMU 88.5. And I was very bummed to learn when I grew up that people didn't still make a lot of this radio drama and comedy and what have you. And so now, just as we've had the indie film revolution and a lot of the tools uh, that make filmmaking much easier and more accessible to more people, we've also had that in the audio realm. Now, both Bill and I are indie filmmakers. Between us, we've done a few dozen short films. And something that all indie filmmakers wonder about after they have even just a few short films under their belts is what to do next. So I have worked on a couple web series, and now the pendulum seems to be swinging back to feature films. I've helped out on a couple of those, too. But in any case, the desire as a filmmaker and really as a storyteller remains. And that desire is to make something larger than a short film, though we both still enjoy and do that. So how to do that something larger? I can tell you that doing a web series is exhausting and not at all inexpensive if you want to match at least some of your ambitions. Doing an ongoing audio drama isn't necessarily cheap either, but let's face it, the costumes don't cost anything, and visual effects are a snap. And remember, I've personally longed to do audio drama since I was younger. So where to begin? Well... Going back, and this is mildly disturbing not because of the years, but more because of the mileage, going back 20 years or so, I've been working on a series of stories set in a far-flung corner of our galaxy where humans had long ago sent sleeper ships, well, this is, you know, in the future, long ago, thousands of years, etc. You get the idea. They sent sleeper ships and started a civilization away from Earth. And when I was thinking of what kind of series I enjoy, a disturbingly large amount are not only science fiction, but are a subset of sci-fi stories where a small crew in a lone ship goes on adventures. 
So think of shows like Firefly or Farscape or Blake 7 or Dark Matter for a more recent one. There are a lot. And even if I couldn't have the fun of Henson creatures like Farscape, I was pretty sure I could have a lot of fun writing a show like this. Because that's really one of the things you want to do when you're doing a long-form show or world-building. You really want to have a lot of fun with it. You really want to bring a lot of passion to it. Because, again, even if it isn't uh, the expense or exhaustion of a web series, uh, trust me, already we've been through enough to for me to know, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be uh, pretty taxing. So you better really like it. In terms of format, I've taken a great deal of inspiration from the structure and uh, pithy characters of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, something those of you who've been listening to the big broadcast uh, probably know pretty well. And uh, that has, uh, for a good part of yours truly, Johnny Dollar's run, it had serials that ran five 15-minute episodes, and that seemed to be a very good fit. I also grew up watching that uh, TV serial that had uh, four to six 20-minute episodes, the sci-fi thing, you know, the, the one with the guy in the scarf and the blue box that traveled through time and space. And uh, wait, I, I think more recently he's been wearing a fez, and in fact, he is now a she or will be. Anyway, back to Rogue Tiger. Lone ship, small crew, mayhem ensuing. It felt like a good avenue to pursue. In fact... I have mapped out an eight-season storyline for the series, and it's been an opportunity to explore character arcs in a way I simply haven't been able to in my short filmmaking, and something I also hope will be very exciting for all the voice actors doing, because they haven't necessarily been able to have the opportunity to play an ongoing character in the same way. Now, Obviously, this is science fiction, and in general, science fiction and fantasy is what you're going to hear on Jabberwocky Audio Theater. However, the main slogan of JAT is, Adventure Awaits. Simply put, we want to take you all on an adventure, whether or not you're tired of the everyday grind and want to get away from it all. And yes, that is another reference to a vintage radio show that I also really, really like. So we might do, you know, things that are adventurous, not necessarily in the speculative fiction uh, genre. We might do historical adaptations. We're definitely going to do folk tales and fairy tales and that stuff, which is, yeah, that's fantasy. But, you know, historical, pastoral, comical, dramatical, tragical, we're, we're going to cover the gamut as long as it is adventuresome. Now, since we are originating on broadcast radio, these adventures will be reasonably family-friendly. I say reasonably because part of any good adventure is a certain amount of danger. And frankly, a lot of characters in these stories are often earnestly trying to kill the other characters, or, or you know, one or two. It's, it's just what they do. Uh, even fairy tales and folk tales, which we will do, can be violent and scary. For all of these stories, we will precede the episode with a rating, much like you heard at the beginning of this episode. Uh, that rating is according to an audio drama rating system promoted by the folks over at the audio drama directory, and it seems to work pretty well. You'll also see additional details on the rating in the show notes for each episode, uh, which will be a blog post on our website at jabberaudio.com. 
And in one sense, this is another way of telling you we're going to be telling a variety of stories over the course of any given season. For this, our inaugural season, you'll hear the first season of Rogue Tiger, the space opera I was talking about previously. Then we'll take a break in October with a special performance of War of the Worlds. In honor of the 80th anniversary of the Mercury Theater, Orson Welles broadcast, also of War of the Worlds. Some of you who attended Escape Velocity, the science fiction expo this past Memorial Day, actually saw us record War of the Worlds. But for those of you who missed it, don't worry. This adaptation is set in October 2018 and is specific to the D.C. area. So you'll be in the right time and the right place to hear it this fall. After our little bit of H.G. Wells in Washington, D.C., we're headed out west to Las Vegas and a neo-noir tale. Vintage Radio does noir mysteries and adventures very well, so we suspect a lot of you will really enjoy The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts. I'll let Bill talk more about that when the time comes. There will be other jat chats in between now and then. In the meantime, I hope you join us next week as we begin Rogue Tiger. So, for all of us here at Jabberwocky Audio Theater, thanks for listening.